I'm sharing on something that is a continuation of what we've started. This month, God spoke to us that He wants us to be a better person. And we have a lot to share. I even think the Lord would have us drag it to the next month because we will be sharing on attitude. Attitude is everything. We're going to be sharing on a lot of stuff. And we settle down to say that if 1 Corinthians 2 9 is true, if I had not seen, if he had not heard, nor has entered the heart of man what God has prepared for those who love him, then we should know that God will prepare us too for the things he has prepared for us. Tap your neighbor and say, Neighbor, God has prepared something for you. But don't you think you need to be prepared for what God has prepared for you? And so, since God said He would do better for us than at the beginnings, we figured that if God wants to do better, that we should be better people. Tap your neighbor and say, I want to be a better person this month. Today, I want to share on what I've titled, Dare to be Different. Look at your neighbor and say, Dare to be Different. Turning your Bibles to Matthew 13, from verse 24. Matthew 13, from verse 24. We're reading to verse 30. Matthew 13, 24 to 30. Hallelujah. 24, verse 24. Verse 24. The Bible says another parable put... Don't you have NKJ? Praise God. 24. I don't like King James. 24, verse 24. Hallelujah. Another parable he put forth to them, saying the kingdom of heaven... It's like a man who sowed good seed in the field. Please pay close attention. The man sowed good seed in the field. 25. The Bible says, But while men slept, his enemy came and sowed tars among the wheat and went his way. I could preach for a year on that phrase. If the devil wants to do anything in your life, he doesn't wish it. He doesn't think it. He sows a seed. That is commensurate to the harvest that he wants in your life. After he sows the seed, he goes his way. The seed will deliver itself. The seed will produce what he wants. Isn't it interesting that Christians want stuff and they are not mindful of the seed that they sow? Tap your neighbor say, sow seeds that are commensurate to your harvest. Verse 26, the Bible says, But when the grain had sprouted and produced the crop, then the task also appeared. The task also appeared. Verse 27. So the servants of the owner came, to him, came and said to him, Sir, did you not sow good seeds in your feet? How then does it have tasks? Verse 28. He said to them, An enemy has done this. So the people reacted. They wanted to fight. So the servant said to him, Do you want us there to go and gather them up? Next verse. But he said, No. Let's why you gather up the tars. You also uproot the wheat with them. Next verse. Let both grow together until the harvest. Please pay close attention to that. Let both grow together until the harvest. And at the time of harvest, I will say to the reaper, First, gather together the tars. Bind them in bundles to burn them, but gather the wheat into the barn. Next verse, verse 30. Let me read verse 30 one more time. Let both of them grow together until the harvest. Father, since you inspire the writing of the word, also inspire the teaching this morning, and let everyone not remain the same in Jesus' precious name. Jesus spoke and said the government of God is like a man who sowed good seed in the, in the field. Because I told you the kingdom of God is not a location, it's the way God does what he does. So he said the government of God is like a man who sowed good seed in the ground. But while the men were asleep, the enemy came at night and he came and sowed tars. And when he sowed tars into it, now I need to back up and tell you this. The government of God or the kingdom of God is the method of operation of God. The way God operates any day. Jesus Christ came to the face of the earth to preach to us the gospel of the kingdom. He wasn't just talking about hell. He came to show us the way God does what he does. When he showed up, he said the kingdom of God is at hand. Because after Adam fell, a system took over. They call it cosmos. 
That is what you see in your English Bible as world. James 4.4 Friendship with the world is enmity with God. In other words, friendship with the way the devil does what he does is tantamount to declaring yourself as an enemy of God. There's a way we Christians operate. It's not enough for you to be born again. After you're born again, you must learn the rules of life. There's a way we live life as Christians. So the kingdom of God is different from the kingdom of heaven. The kingdom of God is the way God does what he does. Is M.O. is modus vivendi. And that's why Jesus Christ came to show us a new way of life. Because after Adam fell, the devil took over. And everything was degenerated. And so he said the kingdom of God, the way God does things is now at hand. You can do a good study at home, underline everywhere the kingdom of God is, is written. He said the kingdom of God is not, you don't say there it is, here it is. No, it is righteousness, joy, peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. He said the kingdom is within you. You know, he said, I will not write my law on the tablet of stones again. I'll write it in your heart. If you do the right things, you know. It's the way God operates. Look at the word kingdom. There's a prefix, there's a suffix. The way the king operates in his domain is what is called kingdom. Did you catch that? It's not a location. Say this after me. Say it's not a location. Say it's a system. Say it's a paradigm. It's the way you operate as a child of God. Now he says the kingdom of God is exactly like, he see, God can be patient with the devil. He said, it's like a man who sows good seed. But he goes away. Expecting what? Good seed to sprout out. But while men slept, the enemy showed up and so tars. And when he sprouted, the servants came and said, Sir, we saw when you sowed good seed. So what happened? And he said, well, the enemy has come. The enemy is in charge of this. And the servant said, shall we go there and uproot everything? He said, no. Let both of them grow together. Then later there shall be a separation. When the time of separation comes, you will not be separated to the side of the devil. Amen. That amen is not correct though. Amen. Bible calls that day a day of gnashing of teeth. When your teeth begin to gnash together out of fear. One day I was driving on the express many years ago. 12 o'clock in the, in the, in the noonday. I saw arm robbers on the main road. I didn't know what to do. God saved me. A car just overtook me. So the car faced them. I saw them like nine on the main road. My spine on its own began to shake. I couldn't stop it. I didn't know what to do. I wanted to come out of the car. If someone was not with me, I would have just come out of the car. It was just shaking. After I escaped and I turned, I remembered what will happen on the day of judgment. Your teeth on its own. We start, we just start shaking. Those of you that are proud and high and haughty, you'll be so humble that day. It's amazing that I've never seen any man buried with his face down. It has not happened once. Check any culture in the world. Even those who are going to burn the dead, they will burn the dead with the face up. You may look down on me this morning, check everybody, talk down on the choir, talk down on everybody, say, oh, I should have done this, should have done that. You look down on everybody. There's a day you will look up. But I pray it will not be when you are dead that it will place your face up. The Bible says the rich man and Lazarus, when the rich man got to hell, the Bible says he looked up and saw Abraham. It is in hell that the proudest of men look up. My prayer is that in the name of Jesus, you will not allow God to humiliate you. Amen. You will humble yourself under the mighty hand of God so that he will exalt you in due time in the name of Jesus. He said, let us see evil grow and let us see good grow. Some people think because they do the wrong things and things are working, some people think that's the right thing to do. The Bible says there's a way that seems right to a man. Incidentally, the beginning is not destruction. Incidentally, the middle is not destruction. It is the end that is destruction. He said, let the two of them grow together. So, I don't know what you do today and you, you have thought maybe God is pleased with it. Maybe it's even the pastors that are causing trouble. Maybe God doesn't even say we shouldn't do this thing. God says this is the way I operate. My intent is that the world should be full of good seed. But the enemy came and sowed bad seed, which are called tars in this rendering. He said, but let the two of them grow together. Let them drive nice cars. Let them be in nice places. Let them do anywhere. The challenge this morning to you, child of God, is that God said I should tell you to come out and be different. Second Corinthians 6. Second Corinthians 6. Let's read from verse 14. 
Second Corinthians 6, verse 14. Hallelujah. Do not be unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship has righteousness with lawlessness? And what communion has light with darkness? Next verse. And what accord has Christ with Belial? Or what part as a believer with an unbeliever? You see a child of God who doesn't know that everybody on the face of the earth are not the same. Some people are just unbelievers out of the fact that they are naive. But I tell you the truth, right in this service as I speak to you, not everybody is a normal human being. I may sound spooky to you, but I want you to be aware of your atmosphere. There's a devil on the loose. When you're not looking for trouble, trouble is looking for you as a human being. There are some people that are not normal. They are positioned all around where you are. Bible says in the book of Jude, I think verse 6, some men, strange men, are sneaked in among us. There are seeds, there are tasks. And I'm going to explain all this to you. Look at that. You see some Christians who are, who are ready to marry unbelievers. And you think we are preaching, king, we are pre we are preaching um, rubbish. If you marry an unbeliever, the devil is your father-in-law. And you cannot stop your father-in-law from visiting your house. Mm -hmm. Give it to me. You don't like what I'm saying. You don't have to like it. Give it to me. Second Corinthians 6. I'm reading from verse 15 now. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. So, he said that the two of them grew together. Now, verse 16 now. Verse 16 says, And what agreement as the temple of God with the temple of idols? For you are the temple of the living God. As God has said, I will dwell in them and walk among them, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. Next verse. Therefore, therefore, because of all these things I shared with you, come out from among them and be separate. That's the title of the message. Look at your neighbor and say, come out. Come say, be different. be different. Come and say, dare to be different. Say, come out and be separate. Therefore, come out from among them. This is how to be different. Do not touch what is unclean, and I will receive you. There's a message by Paul, the custodian of the new creation. Some of you are so vast with the message of grace that you just do anything at any time. Hallelujah. Tap your neighbor, say the two of them will grow together until the time of the harvest. Matthew 13, verses 36 to 39. We're doing a lot of Bible reading this morning. Because I figure some of us don't read our Bible, so when we come to church, we got to read it. Is it nice? Is God talking to anybody this morning? Matthew 13, verse 36, I want to read through 39. Then Jesus sent the multitude away and went into his house, and his disciples came to him, saying, Explain to us the parable of the tars of the field. Next verse. And he answered and said to them, he who sows the good seed is the son of man. The field is the world. The good seed are the sons of the kingdom. And the tasks are the sons of the wicked ones. Verse 39. The enemy who sowed them is who? The devil. Look at your neighbor and say, who sowed you? Ah, you're not helping me to preach. Come on. Let someone wake up. Say, who sowed you here? The harvest is the end of the age and the reapers are the angels the planter of the good seed is the lord the field is the world the good seed are the children of the kingdom the bad seed are the children of darkness and the one who so tars is the devil listen the world is owned by god check out psalm 24 you see that the bible says the earth is the lord and the fullness thereof the world and those who dwell therein the earth means the literal earth is the Lord. The world talks about the system of the world, the government. And those who dwell in talks about the people. The fullness thereof talks about the petroleum resources and all the natural resources. Everything belongs to God. So God owned the field and he planted good seed. His intention is that everybody should be good on the face of the earth. But as God left, the enemy sneaked in. He didn't know that God was watching and planted some other people. So the way it is, the world should be full of everybody should, should have been good no armed robbers no hired assassins 
That's God's intention. You know, some people ask questions and say, if God is God, if He's really a good God, what is He looking at? Look at all this arm robbery. Look at all the things going on. That's not the way God operates. He will be watching them. Because He's got a plan. And it, the plan is what we want to talk about this morning. Is God blessing anybody already? So the devil also is planting bad seeds in the world. You must know that. I remember when I was in Andre level, there's a girl who came into school as a virgin. They frustrated this girl in the girls' hostel. You at your level, virgin. The devil has a way of making something that is rubbish look good. Naturally, you should be a virgin till you, go, till you get married. By mistake, incident, or accident, if you lost it, it's okay. But the devil will stand and make you that you are doing the right thing, make you look inferior. Do you know that right now if you pray hard in church, they look at you like, what's wrong with him? I've been nine kid Jesus. The devil has a way of doing his campaign, making the wrong things look right and making the right things look wrong. If you don't smoke, it got to a point in the school I went to, if you didn't smoke weed, some girls would not even go out with you. I remember the day I was made the number two man of black hawks in a particular school in the east. And the next day I just noticed that every girl wanted to greet me. That I was a number two man of a darkness club. Every lady. Hi, hi. I was wondering. I didn't know that there were some of us who used to go and give those ladies information. How can someone be a cult boy and you want to go out with him? What kind of children will you bear? I don't understand. The boy is smelling of cigarette. He's an addict. He's, he doesn't even have direction. And no direction, no nothing, no vision. And you see girls who are ready to pay my school fees, who are ready to do stuff. And I'm wondering. Praise God. I didn't wonder then, but now I'm wondering. Praise God. Amen. So, two activities are going on on the face of the earth right now. If you doubt what I'm saying, the Lord Jesus Christ himself said with his mouth, he said to the Pharisees, he said, you have your father, the devil. So, there's some people who have devil as their fathers on the face of the earth right now. He said, you have your father. That he said it to their face. And, the, and Jesus does not lie. He said he has been a murderer from the beginning. Ladies and gentlemen, when a, pl- a farmer plants, he expects five things. Number one, he expects it to germinate. Number two, he expects it to grow. Number three, he expects whatever he plans to increase. He expects whatever he plans to multiply. Finally, he expects an harvest after planting. So when God planted, he was expecting these five things. So the, the farmer was expecting good seed when the enemy went to plant stars. And I want you also to understand that the devil is a follower of God's principles. He knows that if God, do you know what God did? God wanted the whole world. He didn't say, listen, I made all of you. I claim you. Like some of you go outside the car park and claim people's cars. That's covetousness. Father, I claim this kind in Jesus' name. That's covetousness. God didn't say, I claim all of you. What did he do? He looked into his house, looked for the best seed. He released that seed. And after many years, the seed sprout, sprouted. It germinated, grew, grew increased, multiplied. And now, most of us here are the harvest of that seed that God sown many, many years ago. So the devil understands the way God operates. He himself, when he wanted evil to be upon the investment of God, he didn't go there to say, I'm the devil. I want evil here. No, he sowed a seed. And the Bible says he went his way because he knew that if a seed can have a root, you are going to see the fruit. In another service, I'm going to show you how the devil attacks you when a good seed is planted on your inside. The Bible says in Mark chapter 4, verse 11, that the devil comes immediately to uproot it. Because he knows that if that word you heard can have roots, you will see the fruit. Praise God somebody. Praise God somebody. Regardless of what you sow or who sowed it, when anything is sown and it has a root, you will see the fruit. You cannot sow evil and reap good. You cannot sow wind and expect something else. If you sow wind, you're going to reap wild wind. Galatians 6, 7. He said, what? He said, don't be deceived. Please give me Galatians 6, 7, Amplified Bible. 
Give me Amplified Bible. Everybody see this. Amplified. Say, don't be deceived and deluded and misled. God will not allow himself to be snared, to be snared at, scorned, disdained, or mocked by mere pretension or profession or by his precept being set aside. He inevitably deludes himself who accepts to delude God. For whatever a man sows, that only, not a plus, is what he will reap. Those of you, when you're coming to church, I need to just connect everything. You're coming to church, you change 50 naira to 5 naira. You change it. I used to have a friend who was very stingy to the body of Christ. Very stingy, but very rich. His mom was in Saudi Arabia. I used to give him money a lot, but he was very stingy to the body. I wasn't even a pastor then, but anytime it was kingdom stuff, he was very stingy. He went to Lagos one day, got to Oshodi. He used to pray a lot. Most prayer warriors are very stingy. Most of them. And you see, the sacrifice where they take blood, if you give them palm oil, he go recognize. The two of them, they read, but he go recognize that this thing, now blood in it. Prayer is wetting your seed. If you wet the ground, weed will grow. So if you pray and there's no seed in the ground, you're in trouble. This guy got to Oshodi and he met money doublers. As spiritual as he looked, money doublers told him that whatever he brought, they were going to double it. This boy went into his mother's savings and brought money. He didn't believe God, but he believed money doublers. We have a lot of unbelieving believers in the church. Talk to me, somebody. Tap your neighbor. Say, this pastor is yearning in correct tenses. <laughs> a seed was sown in the heart of Adam many years ago. So now we are still reaping it. Do you know that the devil wasn't the one that pulled off the cloth of Adam and Eve? He made them sow a wrong seed and he walked away. He knew they were going to be naked. So all it comes to you, it can't tell you you are not blessed. You are blessed. It can't tell you you are not the head and not the tail. You are the head and not the tail. But it makes you do stuff you're not supposed to do that will naturally set you up for the opposite of what the Bible says concerning you. Tap your neighbor and say, so good seeds. Have you noticed that this is the end of time? Movies have changed. These are not the days of my fair lady. These are not the days of sound of music. These are the days of ratatatata. When my kids are watching TV, I sit by them. Because in, even in cartoons, they kiss. Even in cartoons, stuff's happen. Praise God, somebody. Not too long ago, a mentor of mine has a social responsibility outreach for his church. And they, they meet with area boys and ladies. And they touch their lives. One of the sessions they had, one person said, please, can I see a trusted person with a speakable? Can I see a trusted minister with a speakable? I want to speak in my language. I want someone who I can trust. And they brought this particular minister to talk to him. And he said to him, he said, you know, as I am now, I'm a spare part dealer. And the man said, hey, he put the spare part. He said, Augusta, you don't understand. I've distilled human spare parts and we're plenty for these Lagos. We bury the freezer into our shop. When you come in, there is what you call air, and we know. Air and pointer. There's something you call kidney, and we know. We represent everything with the spare part of a car. When you say, I need plug, I know what you're talking about. When you say, I need alternator, I know exactly what you're talking about. He said, deliver me, and the man broke down and began to cry. These are the days when fathers don't trust mothers. When kids don't trust parents. When parents don't trust kids. These are the end of the end times. Because the devil knows that his time is near. We are at the brink of the end of time. And one of the signs of the end of, or end of time is lawlessness. I've been to a church in Lagos. I don't want to mention the name of the church. That morning, a member just slapped pastor. It can't happen in this church. Praise God, it can't. I will tell you where I'm coming from. Praise God. They call something fivefold ministry. I will minister to you. Praise God. Well, the pastor is a gentleman. They slapped him on a Sunday morning. Ha! Ah. Help me, Lord. 
I remember the Equa Church in my hometown. If you came late to church, they will flog you. <laughs> Pastor will beat you. Yeah, pastors will enter your house. And if you are maltreating your wife, they will put you in place. But these are the days. I'm not saying I want to do that, amen. <laughs> but these are the days where there's lawlessness. You come into church, how many minutes, how many hours are we spending in church? Two and a half hours on the dot. You can switch off your phone. The phone's spoiling the equipment all the time. The Holy Ghost wants to move. But someone's phone is ringing. Lawlessness. Lawlessness is, the, is what the King James Bible refers to as iniquity. Iniquity is not the same with sin. One day I asked, I said, who was the devil that tempted the devil? Until I found in the Bible that the Bible says the devil was perfect. Ezekiel 28, 11-17. It was perfect until iniquity was found in him. Iniquity is not a sin. Iniquity graduates into sin. Iniquity means lawlessness. Not wanting to be controlled by anything. You just want to do what you want. In the Bible written for the satanic church in US. Are you all still here? Oh, just a few people. If you're here at the back, shout yes. yes. Good. The Bible written for the satanic church in, 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 in US. The first law is do what you want. That's the first law. Do what you feel like doing. When you discipline someone, it is because the person does not have self-discipline. Anything that tells you you can do anything is never in line with your, with your package as a human being. Because anything that doesn't have check will be out of control. Can somebody shout hallelujah? hallelujah? These are the days of information technology. Science is discovering and going wild like never before. These are the days where medicine is discovering a lot of things. But in the middle of all this development and technological advancement, evil also is abounding. Hallelujah. When a little child puts his hand in his pocket, particularly in the first world, talk about places like London right now. My sister just came from England last week and she barely could spend five days because of her kids. On the way to school, they just killed a Nigerian two weeks ago. When a, a small school boy put his hand in his pocket, in our days, it was a uh, sweet that he would bring out. Now it is knife. How many of you here went to school with Gary in your pockets? And during the lectures, you entire. <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> Gary here, granite here. And while lectures going on, you just, you know. Right now it is gone, a knife. In 1986, I was in a school. Government secondary school, learning boys only. 1986. And they decided to ransack students. Oh my God. The, <laughs> the jazz, the Ubuntu Ubuntu, that they gathered in that school in one day was something else. And they won the lecturer, return our jazz. The lecturer died before the end of that term. And I felt so bad that they sent me, they could not find any Ubuntu Ubuntu in my pocket. Even those who used to respect me, they stopped respecting me. Because I was strange among everybody. No jazz, no nothing. Not even something you could tie. I have one incision on my hand, in my right hand. Thank God for the Holy Ghost. A classmate of mine in Form 2 did it for me. In Form 2. Because I just wanted to feel like them. Praise God somebody. These are the days when you need to monitor your kids. You need to check them all the time. Because things are not the same in, any longer. I heard of a story recently about a particular stupid black itaga in South Africa. You know they call the black itaga in South Africa. Pointed a gun at a woman. Say, give me your phone. The woman just delayed a little bit and he shot the baby. The, the woman was carrying. Meanwhile, the woman used 11 years to get that baby. And after shooting the baby, he said, give me your phone. A family went to Denmark on holiday. They just stepped out. They stepped out to buy some few things before they came back. Their children, two, three, four, five years, with their family friends, they met them watching pornography. Watching it, looking at it in the television. The world is going upside down. Three days ago, I was watching the television, and I saw that a student of River State University of Science and Technology was arrested. I'm, I'm sure some of you saw it. Was arrested. He wanted to kidnap children. A student of, of the university. When I was in secondary school, my uncles that were in the university, 
we looked at them like God. Because they were not only, only students of the university, they were morally sound. The way they coordinated was different. I'm going to give you statistics, maybe before the series ends, what happened in 1978 in schools, and what happened in 1988 in school, and what now happens in school. American statistics. They used to punish people in 1978 for walking on the lawn, for making noise. Those are the things happening in school. Right now, someone could just come to school with a ratata. You know what they call ratata? And just want to see what it feels like in the film for people to, 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 to fall down as they sprays them with bullets. Evil is abounding. A particular young boy just wanted to see what it was like to drown his younger brother. And he drowned him in the bathtub. Who taught him? A six-year-old boy. Things are happening. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm robbers. All over. You see, you know, when you flash your, your, your coppers ID card in those days, policemen will say, hey, government property, go. Right now, you see coppers. They're arm robbers with ID cards. Things are changing. Remember our parable, ladies and gentlemen. The master said, can we, I mean, they said, master, can we approach this evil? The master said, no. Until when? The master said, I have a plan. What is the plan? Until the harvest of good. Somehow, the solution to evil is not removal of evil. Paul says to the king, eternal, immortal, invisible, the only wise God. Somehow, the solution to evil is not the removal of evil. The solution to evil is tied to the maturation of good. He said, until the harvest. Harvest of what? The good seed. That is when I'm going to do that. Give me Proverbs 11. Verse 11. It says, Righteousness exalts a nation. But sin is a reproach. Righteousness exalts a nation. Evil will multiply every time good is absent. Evil will multiply every time good is absent. That is why, as a child of God, God is saying to you this morning, Stand out, dare to be different. Be a different person. Be a different lawyer. Be a different banker. That doesn't mean that you will not make money. Who told you that if you are walking in line with God's word, you will not make money? Pastor Peter, in my line of business, people don't make money yet. It's because you've not risen up yet. If you allow God to show you, give me Isaiah 45. Quickly. This is not part of it, but quickly give me Isaiah 45. Isaiah 45. Praise God, somebody. Isaiah 45. Listen to this. Do you believe the Bible at all? If you believe the Bible, shout yes. Thus says the Lord to his anointed. To who? To Cyrus. You can put your name there. Because what God says to one, he says to all. Whose right hand I have held. If God holds your right hand, that's divine approval. And that's all you need from God in this season. That's all you need from God in this generation. Protocols will be broken for your sake. Listen, you are listen, you should be sick and tired of being sick and tired. It's time to turn to God. We are tired of results we have gotten by our own hands. The house is prepared for the days of the battle, but safety is of the Lord. There are some signs of God's children that the world has not seen because the children of God are not releasing their faith yet. When this just started, we said it, that we will never and ever, in Ilori, sorry, I'm not mentioning any church, in Ilori, you see churches who print envelopes and give to allergies. I, I disdain it, I abhor it, my spirit rejects it. I entered into full-time ministry. This is our first treasurer. Look at her. Here. I entered full-time ministry when our offering was 18 naira. So I know, don't think I'm just talking from my mouth. I got married when offering was no more than 500. We have walked this word. Listen, you don't see a sign of God until you take some risk in God. And that's why the world is groaning. They are waiting for the manifestation, the uncovering of the sons of God. Unbelievers don't respect us. What happens to them happens to you. You are as confused as they are confused. The Bible says why they're saying casting down, you should say lifting up. That is why when you decide to live this way, nobody will beg you to pray. When you decide to live this way, there's some decision you will take. There's some things you will not do because you know that you have stood for Christ. And everybody knows. The Bible says he set my feet in the path of righteousness for his namesake. I've had to tell God many times, if I fail, you are the one because your name is involved. Isaiah 45. 
Is God speaking to someone this morning? God said the Lord, to the anointed, to Cyrus, whose right hand I have held. Why did I hold his right hand? To subdue nations before him. Any system. No matter, listen, I'm not part of um, pastors who will be preaching, government, they have increased fuel. It's not, my, it's not part of my assignment. Some people will say there is no prophet again in the land. Listen, Bible days is different from these days. The constitution of Israel was written with prophet insight. A prophet has a position. Constitution of Nigeria is not written with prophet insight. Mind your business. If you shout and shout, and it doesn't affect the federal republic. It doesn't affect the, 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 the walk with wisdom. Tap your neighbor, say to your neighbor, say, if they sell fuel, one million naira per liter, say, I will buy it. God knows I'm here. I will buy it. If you complain, your life is a, your life is a stake. Listen, have you seen a rich man go for riots before? We know go grill. We, have you seen a rich man there before? Tap your neighbor say, I'm a rich man. Come on, talk like that. Talk like that. Even if you're a lady, you're a man of God in scared. Say, I'm a rich man. To subdue the nations before him. I'm getting out of time right now. We were called to subdue things. To subdue means sub. Means under. Do means you tell it what to do. You sit it down and tell it what to do. We don't allow life to dictate to us. We dictate to life. We tell life what to do. There are two things in this life. The way things are and the way things are supposed to be. It may take us time. We're not even there yet. But we tell life what to do. Until you begin to place demand on things, you don't see them. Bishop Oedeko turned my life around. He said, acknowledgement is the button of operation. When you acknowledge that this thing is the way you're supposed to operate, then it starts operating in your life. No matter how long you've been saved. If you don't know it, you can achieve it. Praise God. To subdue the nations before him. And to lose the arm of kings. Kings here talks about system. And demons to lose their hammer. To open before him. How many doors? Double. Why? Why double? So that the gates will not be shut. Next verse. Why is he doing all this? I will go before him. And make every crooked straight. And I will break into pieces the gates of bronze. And the bars of iron. Verse 3. I will give to you. What? The treasures of darkness the eden riches in secret places there are still some that they've not discovered there's some signs that god wants to reveal to you as a child of god if you give him attention that's where i'm going that you may know that i the lord who called you by your name i'm the god of israel chew this scripture every morning isaiah 60 If God is speaking to you, shout yes. yes. Say to your neighbor, say dare to be different. Yes. Say, say to your neighbor, say I'm sick and tired of just coming to church. I want some results. Come on. You're not, you're not preaching to your neighbor. Say neighbor, not your neighbor. Push them if you need to. Push them. Say neighbor, I'm sick and tired. Of just, of just bearing a title behind my name. B.A. B.A. Born again. B.A. Born again. Just title. No results. I'm not talking about you if you're going through a process. No. But make sure you're on the right, wrong track. You're on the right track. There's no point running when you're on the wrong track. You just get to the wrong destination faster. It says arise. Listen, if you don't rise, you don't shine. It starts with a decision. And the rising is not from the outside, it's from the inside. Tap your neighbor and say, stand up inside. Stand up on your inside. You, you, you must be sick and tired of being sick and tired. And dare to be different. I don't want some testimonies that I'm sharing and I'm cooking it up. And no, no, I want some. I want something that I will speak and everybody will go, "Wow, this can only be God." It may take time, but I will start it now, because the journey of a thousand miles starts with a step. Arise, shine. The word "shine" here is the Hebrew word "all." Oh, it means to reflect. 
It means to illuminate. For your light has come. And the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. Why? Look at verse 2. For, we quote it and say darkness. No, it's not right. The darkness. There's a particular one that will cover the earth. Listen to me. Some of us are praying, Lord, eh, let this cancel. Listen, you can't pray against God's word. God said it will cover the earth. There's nothing you can do. And this particular darkness is a strange one. The one in Genesis 1 only cover the earth. This one will cover the earth and also cover the people. Cover some of our parents, some of our lecturers, government officials. Nice people in darkness. That is why blessed is the man who does not listen to the counsel of the ungodly. Some of you want to do things, you go to unbelievers, what should I do? Or maybe you don't even go to them and say, mm, I just want to advise you, this is Abuja, this is not uh, Ibadan. Uh, you go to church too much, you have to budget yourself, or uh, you are thinking about the counsel of an ungodly person. You brought in a young man who is promising, who doesn't have money yet, but he's promising. He has a vision. He loves God. He knows where he's going. He's going through a process. Your aunt, who some of the children are, have had broken relationship, even she herself, broken she's advising you. Can he take care of you? Can he do this? Tell her, shut up. If you knew how to do it, yours won't be like that. Don't listen to counsels. If someone wants to make clothes for you, watch the clothes on her body. For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth. And deep darkness, the people. But the Lord will arise over you. And his glory shall be seen. Tap your neighbor and say, seen, seen. It will be apparent. Listen, nobody will be able to argue with what is coming over you after the service. It may not be that money will drop, but the kind of peace in your family, the kind of tranquility over your children, the kind of rest that God will give you in this city, everybody will notice it in the name of Jesus. You are coming out of this place a better person in the name of Jesus. I scatter the foundation of many generations. What the enemy has concocted around you. What he has taught, what he thought he has done. He has perfected this morning in the name of Jesus Christ. By the power of the Holy Ghost. I declare that it be scattered in your life in Jesus name. Verse 2. Verse 3. The Bible says in verse 3. The Gentiles. When you rise. They will come. To your light. And kings. Not only Gentiles. They will come to the brightness of your right. There's a way, there's a place this church is going. We will not go to Arsenal Rock to invite anybody. They will just take cognizance. I was privileged to meet a man called Ray Macaulay in Santa City Center. I've read about this man for years. He's a pastor of Raymond Bible Church in South Africa, Rembog. And I was shopping in the shopping mall. I just saw this man. My God, I wanted to worship him. Only him, no protocol, no nothing. A, a great man. The South African government tried to bring blacks and, the, and colors and whites together. There was nothing they didn't do. They couldn't do it. But they noticed that in Rema, everybody sits together. Everybody loves each other. So he began to consult for the government. He began to tell them. Then he said, well, I can't help you guys too much. Because first of all, you're going to have to get everybody saved. There is a connection you put behind them that will make them function well. So till today in Remberg, in South Africa, Rema is a voice in that whole city, in that whole country. That's the realm this church is going to. In the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. It is not darkness. The Bible says the darkness shall cover the earth. It is a pre-programmed event. The Bible says they will come to your light. Hallelujah. Isaiah saw that in the midst of darkness, there is a people that God has prepared to dispel darkness. And I sense in my spirit those people are here this morning. Amen. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Your righteousness will transform this country. Amen. Your righteousness and your right standing with God will transform your family. Amen. Do you know what the Bible says? The Bible says if you're a woman, you're born again and your husband is not born again. The Bible says don't preach to him. Say let your lifestyle. Let the way you coordinate yourself. Let it preach to him. Some of you have siblings that are not saved. Oh, a woman came to my office in Ilori and came to report it. a brother. The brother is so active in church. He's the first to come to church. In fact, we gave him workers award. First to come to church. Last to leave. He's always active. And the mother came and told us what he does at home. 
Eh? They said the best actors are not in Hollywood. They're in church. The best actors are in church. Some of you pray. You're righteous. But you're not nice at home. You're not nice. You see all these people that look like they are going to rapture the next minute. Some of them, by the time you meet God, you see that God is not even pleased with them. When I was an unbeliever, I've, I've had to sit with some of them in a cab. And immediately they see me, they shift. We're not supposed to be like that. We're supposed to touch lives. We were saved to save. You're no better than an unbeliever on the streets. You're no better except for the grace of God in your life. How do you feel when you attend a church and the person sitting near you is smelling of booze from hangover from a club? How do you feel? Hey, I even thought that church is a good church. Drinkers, drunkards, they attend that church. Listen, if you attend a church where everybody is born again, that church is sick. Can I repeat myself? I'm saying too many things. You better grab what is yours. The church is a hospital. Imagine a doctor. <clears throat> There's a church in the learning. If you want to come in, they have handkerchiefs. They have um, eight, eight ties. Plenty. You come, come here. You want angels to pass a script on your head? Then they give you a scarf. And some, of, some people will drop their scarf and walk on back. Mahatma Gandhi said this. He said, I would have been a Christian, but for Christians. I would have been a Christian, but when I looked at Christians, have you seen some of these people who don't wear earrings before? The other day I was driving on the express. I don't want to mention the name of the church. I was sleeping while I was driving from Lagos. So I branched into this place and I saw all of them, no earrings. And they have shops. And I said, sorry ma'am, can I have, I want coffee. It was a coffee shop. But normally they had to sweep before serving people anything. And I said, I'm traveling. Could you please assist me? I just need some coffee. As a matter of fact, I met someone around one of the settlements who decided to make for me. Just to buy, just a sachet. She didn't only explain to me, she gave me the peace of her own renewed mind. And in my mind, I was like, no earrings. Every hair looking tattered, no character. You have to live right. Tap your neighbor and say, I want to be a better person. You must coordinate yourself well. You wake up in the morning. Some of you don't have money. Some of you are students. Students, wave your hands to me. You're a student. Wave your hands to me. Yeah, we have a lot of them here. You're complaining. Hey, hey my uncle is a wicked person. My uncle is not nice. And he's rich. He's the deputy director of such and such. You went to the uncle's house, your uncle's house for holiday. You woke up 10 a.m. You didn't have the wife. It's the man's car was dirty. He was doing laundry, doing everything. You didn't assist him. You were watching film and causing trouble. Eating food. I wanted to go with the man, the wise man. He emptied no 5K for you. He sealed it so that at least it's in your village. You will open it. And you are really causing on him. The cause will not get to him because a curse without a cause will not align to its intended victim. You are the stupid person. One day night in Lauren Church, I told everybody after the service, call your dad and thank him. If you see the testimonies, people, people got cars. After that, their father would just send a car to them. People got cars, people got stuff. They increased people's students, they increased their allowance per month. This is a generation. Go and read 2 Timothy 3.1. This is a generation where people are unthankful. If you thank people too much in this generation, they feel you are ass. Ah, what is it now? Come off it. To thank people over and over, thank you so much for this. It's it's not it's what they call it's honored. It's honored to to thank people too much. Tap your neighbor, say I want to be a better person. You must be a Christian in church and be a Christian at home. Hallelujah, Hallelujah, Hallelujah! Somebody, there's so much infighting in church, so much denominational battles, so much flesh. So much flesh. And we've forgotten our primary assignment. Today God's problem, now here, here's, here's the main thing. And I think I'm rounding off right now. One of, the, one of the, God's problem is not darkness. Darkness may cover the whole earth. It's not God's business. Now the light shining on this stage now, you can't appreciate it except there's darkness. 
probably that's why the organizers of this all decided to put window blinds on all the sliding glass to make this room a little bit dark so that when you illuminate the room, the light will shine. When there's no darkness, you will not appreciate light. So while the devil was sowing the task, God permitted darkness to be so that your light can shine better. You buy the best of light. Bring it out in the midday sun. Switch it on. You will not appreciate it, but let there be darkness. The darker the atmosphere is, the more you are going to appreciate light. What happens when you have just a single bulb in the middle of the dark? You see insects start coming. That's the way you attract Gentiles when you stand down. Ladies and gentlemen, God is not bothered about the darkness. Arm robbers may be plenty. Assassins may be plenty. Why, why may be so much around you. You know what I call why, why, yahoo, yahoo may be so much. Aristos may be your neighbor. Everything may be upside down. God does not care about that. God depends on you to shine your light because he knows when you shine your light in your office, in your school, in your anywhere you are. When you shine your light, you begin to attract people. There are some of you in this place, nobody knows in your office that you are a child of God. Nobody knows. You don't even pray because you want to be social. You want to be part of them. And I'm saying to you this morning, come out from among them and be different. Look at your neighbor, get into their face, put a gust on your voice. Say, dare to be a different person. So today God's problem is the light. Your light, according to Matthew chapter 5, reading from verse 14, should so much shine so that men will see it and glorify God. Hallelujah. Titus chapter 2. Titus chapter number 2. Hallelujah. This little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. Come sing it, somebody. This little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. This little light of mine. I'm gonna let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. Everywhere in this city, they should look at you and say, You attend Koza? Oh, no wonder. I've been watching you. You know, Christians look spooky, look like the second rate citizen. They are at the back. All through the time I was in university, hundred level, two hundred level, I didn't notice any Christian. They don't pass the gate where we pass. See, people who walk like this are the ones you see there. So when I gave my life to Christ, I now began to notice Christians. They follow the second gate. After the service, you'll be in the front. They will say, ah, and you're looking sharp, you're looking good, and you're still living this way so beautiful a lady look at you tall dazzling snazzy traffic stopping yet you're a god lover you're a jesus addict somebody make some noise hallelujah you are made for god everything about you is to glorify him everything you come from a rich family it's no big deal. It wasn't your doing. It's to glorify Him. Huh? Your money should help the gospel. You have a job that pays you 200000 per month. You think it's only for you? You miss the road. There's some people who know they can't lose their job. The Bible says God loves a cheerful giver. You know what the Amplified Bible says? It says God cannot do without a cheerful giver. He can't. Give it to me. Give me that scripture. Let me run off. Titus 2, 11 to 14. Everybody, I want us to read this. For the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to how many men? All men. Teaching us that what? Denying ungodliness and worldly lust. We should live soberly and what? Righteously and godly in this present age. Grace is teaching us to stand out. Next verse. Verse 14. Okay, okay, okay. Verse 13. He said, looking for the blessed hope and glorious appearing of our great God and Jesus Christ. Verse 14. 
who gave himself for us why did he give himself for us that he might redeem us from every lawless deed and purify for himself his own special people zealous for good works Acts 13 verse 47 Acts 13 47 the church should be a place of truth and integrity the church should be a place of decency the church should be a place of love and forgiveness but incidentally it is not so sad it is not Acts 13 47 for so the Lord has commanded us I have set you as lights to the Gentiles that you, that you should be for a salvation to the end of the earth tap your neighbor say that's God's will for you I was watching a particular comedy session and the comedian did something that I tell you will pass in the church of the 21st century he said ladies and gentlemen please i want to make an announcement hold your phones and also hold your husband for such items are easily missing in such in this kind of place and i feel they should announce such in some church and say hold your phone very well do you know there's still phones in churches can i tell you something if they catch you as a thief in this church you have destroyed yourself let me tell you why now i'm a young pastor with a lot of life there's no how your parents can be rich or your family can be rich that can be as rich as this church we will use the next two months offering of this church to sponsor you to the prison every sunday every tuesday for the next two months i'll first of all give the dpu like andre k to deal with you but under five minutes you'll not remember you'll not recognize yourself you say ah it is not me and i'm serious those who have been to learning with us, they know what I'm talking about. I'm a very gentle person, but when it comes to things like that, I don't tolerate nonsense. If you want to steal, you want to steal, go outside. If you're still in this church, and you know, let me just tell you, we have security guys in the middle. There are churches where they pass love letters, pass homosexuals, a church in Lagos, they're passing love notes to guys in the church. If I nab you, You have used your own hand to destroy your whole self. Two months offering. I will go at any length. And I'll make sure it comes out of paper so that people will say, hey, don't go to that church. That pastor is in Kedo. What were we talking about? <laughs> Philippians 2, 15. <laughs> it said, uh, your, oh, your mobile phones and your husband. Because such items are easily missing here. Do you know how many people how many people who refuse to attend our church in Ilori because their wives will not come? At a point in our Ilori church, it was something. Else. A girl literally came to the church naked. My ministers had to order people to take her out with deceit. <laughs> she wore linen. No bra, no nothing. Come into church. What is chasing her? What is she chasing? Kill only, kill only. So they took her out. <laughs> Philippians 2.15 That you may become blameless and harmless. Children of God without fault. In the midst of a crooked and perverse generation among whom you shine as lights in the world let's read that together ready go uh-huh please one more time i like the way you're reading ready go and children without in the midst and among whom did you see that you need anything clearer than that the bible says in second timothy chapter number three verse one in the end time perilous time shall come there will be this there will be that if you read that alone you'll be scared 
also, like I told you, as God is sowing good seed, the enemy is sowing tars. Didn't you know that before Second 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 Timothy three verse one, there is Joel two that says in the last days, I will pour out my spirit. So as the devil is pouring out perilous time and rubbish is happening, some people are catching the spirit also. He says, your sons and daughters shall prophesy. These are the days where there is evil, but these are the days also where there is prophecy, where there is gift of the spirit, where there is so much for the body of Christ to see. It depends on where you turn to. It depends on where you turn to. Things may be worse right now. The devil may be on the loose right now. But there is the Holy Ghost also who is on the loose in its fullness. Can somebody shout hallelujah? hallelujah. It's time for the church to get into the media. I feel so sad when I tell you don't watch this, don't watch What have I produced? It's time for us to get into the media. You can see Koza is getting ready to be on here right now. Let's give the Lord a hand somebody. Come on somebody. We're getting ready. Very soon you're going to see us on AIT. And I hope you're going to support the church. Because they will not hear tongues. Run Tabaha. I want to be on AIT. It's the same money an unbeliever pays. The same money Sound City pays, Nigeria pays every day. Only God knows where they get money from. We should get into the media. We should get into fashion. I want to see some holy politicians here. Brother Mark. Where's Brother Mark? Hmm? Let's start a political club. I want to see holy guys. Let's talk. Don't let us start talking against them. Let's give them a holy alternative. Do we have some politicians in the house? Those who will not bow their heads to anything. Who will stand in the name of God and project and raise the banner of the name of the Lord. They will look at you from afar like a fig tree and conclude over you. But when they move near you, they say, ah, this guy is not like that. Praise God, somebody. We need Christians to step into the educational institutions, financial institutions. Be all you're supposed to be. It's time to get into the community. Let the church be felt. Churches all over the land, but little impact. We are the people with the heart of God. We are the people with the passion of God. We are the people who feels what God feels. We are there. The Bible says the owner said, I have confidence. Leave the task. Because I have confidence in the good seed. That the good seed will sprout out. And when it sprouts out, you will see the difference. Does God have confidence in you? Can God speak for you? God said the good seed will do something. Can God depend on you? Do you know if God needs something in this city, he knows who to go to? What will God come to you for? Let us pray. I'd like you to talk to God yourself. I don't know what has taught your heart. Just go ahead and talk to God. Let him minister to you. Let him speak to your heart. Please spend some time. I don't want noise, guys. Come upstage. Just talk to God yourself. Just talk to God yourself. Go ahead and talk to God. I'm still going to give you some prayer points. But go ahead and settle things with him. If he has touched your heart, go ahead and touch God. Go ahead. When the woman with the issue of blood touched God, our issue dried up. Touch God with your issue today. Speak to him. Speak to him. Go ahead. Spend some time. Spend some time. Marinta Spend some time. Talk to him. Appreciate him. Love on him. Come on, somebody. Go ahead. Let movement be reduced right now. Talk to the Lord. Talk to the Lord, somebody. Are you a good seed? That the enemy has diverted into a tar. What is it about you? Talk to the Lord, somebody. Come on, somebody. Talk to the Lord. Talk to the Lord, somebody. Masopaya bahastele gredehe. Nishtri brihima stolo brahos sistria. Nikatova stoli gredegebehe mayebaha. No bostoli gredegebehe sistri gredehe. 
Talk to the Lord some morning. Go ahead. Say, Lord, I'm sorry. There's somebody in this place, your life is so promising to God. You have promised the Lord many times about your life, but you have defaulted. God says, I'm not tired of you. I'm not tired. He said, You can come again. And I will call you my son. I will call you my daughter. Isaiah 60 verse 20. Isaiah 60 20. Isaiah 60 20. Everybody look at this scripture. This is what we are going to pray first. Isaiah 60 20 he said that your sun shall no longer go down nor shall your moon withdraw itself for the Lord will be your everlasting light and the days of your morning shall be ended go ahead and pray this scripture as your letter of the Lord just go ahead declare it declare it come on somebody the word of the Lord will not profit you until you declare it over your life say in the name of Jesus my sun shall no longer go down in the name of Jesus my moon will not withdraw itself I stand out in the city, oh God. In the name of Jesus. Come and go ahead, somebody.